Yo, yo, yo. Dumelang, Dumelang, Komachai. What it do, Blompot Gang? You already know what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's a beautiful day. Probably wherever you are. If you're listening to Blompot, it has to be a beautiful day. There is literally no other way. Otherwise known to you guys as Fafa Wild, Wanamani, Babes Wadipolelo, because I always come through with the chats. Your very own good vibe generator, baby. Eskom can't touch this. It cannot touch me, okay? And I would just like to welcome you guys to episode 3 of Blombot. I'm going to just jump straight into it. Guys, you know when AKA shot that video and he was like, I am the multi-talented. You, he actually wasn't referring only to himself, but somewhere there he was also referring to the two guests that I have on today's show, okay? So on the one end... I've got a young lass that calls herself a well-rounded bitch. You know what I'm saying? The stunning, the ever so entertaining. Well-rounded bitch. You know what I'm talking about? Founder and managing director. <laughs> Founder and managing director of Ruby Tree. The creative mind behind the branding and design studio that is Auntie Bob. And Auntie Bob, by the way, guys, actually designed the logo and the artwork for Blompot, so you niggas better go check them check them out. Her name is Sampa Nakamba. Welcome, welcome. Hey. <laughs> yes. And then girl power. Yes. And then on the other end, guys. Hey, what wait again? You know, I brought the heat. Namsanji Kona, I brought the heat. This girl is known for serving looks, baby. She's known for serving fashion, honey. And on top of that, she does it with body, with face, with style, with creativity. Does everything you can imagine. Hashtag boo boo breaks boredom. Hashtag style by boo boo. Hashtag boo boo breaks borders. I'm sure you guys, at this, at this point, you should already know who I'm talking about. She's an art director and a digital mm-hmm. brand communicator. Um, her name is Froni Sipanya. But on Instagram, she goes by the name Froni Boo Boo. Welcome, girl. Yes. I'm so excited to have you guys here. I love that. I'm so excited to be here. How are you ladies doing? So excited. <laughs> Yo, I'm Amazing. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm well, thanks, guys. You know, level two is treating me so nice. I'm hungover. Being alive is nice. Yes, it's touching me. <laughs> yeah, dude. Speaking of it's level nice. two, Sony. <laughs> How has it been yeah. for you? Are you happy? Are you excited? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's definitely touching my pocket <laughs> because I don't know how to stop. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, so, but I've been, but I've been happy to have the wine back. Yeah. yeah. Um, now it's about control. You mm-hmm. know. <laughs> A very important life skill. So good luck with that, babes. And for you, Sampa, how has lockdown been that side in Zambia? You know, how's it going? So we haven't actually had a lockdown. Mm -hmm. Like when, you know, when things started getting wild, I feel like, you know, South Africa a lot of times is like, you know how how they say when America sneezes, the rest of the world catches a cold. I feel like that's what South Africa is for yeah. Africa. So we sort of just like do what South Africa does. So mm. when things started getting serious in South Africa, a lot of people here were mm-hmm. shook. And because a lot of Zambians do travel to and 
from South Africa quite mm. often. It was like we did have like a couple of cases. So we had to the government didn't actually say okay guys lockdown, but a lot of people and companies, uh I'd say people who were fortunate enough to even work for companies where they were taking it seriously put themselves on lockdown. So I was working from yeah. home. We are back at the office now just because our numbers aren't crazy. Mm-hmm. So they're just like wear a mask um and yeah, we're just trying to keep safe, but I don't think I don't know if the apparently a lot of people here aren't getting tested. Yeah. So people are dying, but we don't know if it's if it's covid. Oh, wow. So it's like Yeah. Yeah, you just have to like take take care of yourself basically. Yeah. It's basically one man for himself. But everything's pretty own. much been Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's been mm-hmm. business as usual basically like yeah. Yeah. Everything's the same okay. except you just wear masks all the time. Okay, well, no, you ladies must keep staying safe. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen um there's been a little bit of commotion on social media because everyone found out that Tory was the one that shot Make the Stallion da 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 da. But I wanted to find out, guys, have you guys seen um the WAP video? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. I have. And I know a lot of, of people were hating. Call me soft bull jib just out of me. <laughs> um you know there was a lot of drama people were hating you know niggas niggas don't want us to ever have anything for ourselves like yeah. ever yeah my favorite thing that came out of this whole commotion was saying i miss when men went to war and died <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing i'm here for that love, i'm so here for that i love those people i love those people on social media so speaking about the video you guys, need to get out of woman's business mm-hmm, literally Again, like yeah. keep your shit out of our business um, would you guys play the WAP video for your daughters and your sons and your grandsons and your granddaughters? Ooh. It depends when. How old are they? Because I feel like there's an appropriate time for everything. So if my kids yeah. are like seven or even like 12, I feel like especially young teens, preteen, young teen, that's a very like impressionable age. Mm-hmm. And they're just things that are like just because something yeah. isn't bad inherently bad it doesn't mean that it's okay for everyone to consume it's like alcohol you wouldn't give alcohol to your 10 year old kid thank you that's a great and point Zampa. Mm-hmm. yeah so it's, it, it might maybe, not be i would say that this though hey like they are gonna hear this music yeah. the same way we heard the music growing up we heard like what's that one like I don't know. There's so many songs about ass. So Let's get in there. Do you guys remember that? You know? And it has always been yeah. by men. Yeah. It's been predominantly by men. So it's even worse. It's because it's like young kids are already hearing this yeah. from men. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. why not just have it be women embracing it? I think men's problem is that we are taking control of it. Yeah. yeah. The issue is not yeah. that like the content. Definitely. It's not like we could be doing anything, but it's just like if you're taking back your, I don't know, like it's, it's almost like people on OnlyFans, people are like, how would your family feel? And they're like, my, I pay for my family's life with this or something like you're taking back yeah. the narrative, exactly. you know, and you're the power uh-huh, and the shame uh-huh, of uh-huh. it all. So. I think I, I wouldn't, agree. you know what, I wouldn't play it for them, but if it came on, mm. I wouldn't condemn the, the song. I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah. girls these days are so fast. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I would yeah. just kind of say, hmm, hmm, interesting. Yeah, I, know, I feel along. you. I yeah. feel you guys, because I think for me, um, it's all about the message behind it. Like, these girls are literally just singing about wet ass coochie, you know? And when I remember, like, when I was like... <laughs> In grade six, I was listening to the most like 
you know, offensive rap shit, all of that 100%. stuff, you know. So yeah, I yeah. actually whether you if you're seven and you're already listening to a bunch of rap songs or whatever, you may as well listen to WAP so that because especially as girls, we have mm. so much shame around our vaginas, whatever. Maybe this might make mm. you more comfortable with your coochie and okay, you're seven though. Exactly. Okay, that's a bit weird. I just say. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was about to say seven. Yes, when you, I'm just saying, okay, when maybe you not seven, but like when you when when I can see that my kid is that is at when you start age, becoming more cognizant of what it means. Yes, when you start understanding yes, like, like what it's referring to. So shout out though to Cardi B and Make the Stallion for collaborating. You know what I'm saying? We've been wanting our rap queens mm-hmm. to come together, form those friendships, and that's actually what today's episode mm. is about, guys. It's about those friendships mm. with your girls, with your, you know what I'm saying? Doesn't have to necessarily be with your yeah. girls specifically, but feminine bodies and energies. If I'm using mm. the correct term, you know, I, I don't mm-hmm. want to offend anyone. Yes. yes. But those types of friendships. It's inclusive of all. Inclusive of yes, everybody. Yes, because there is a certain energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Vagina, no vagina, mm-hmm. it's none of our business, right? So, on that note, guys, exactly. um, according to you guys, what do you guys find special about your friendships with your girls or feminine bodies, feminine energies? Like, what is it about those friendships that are so special that make you want to laugh? Twerk and cry like all at the same time, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, it's the fact that we can do all of that. You know, like in your last podcast, you were talking about how guys, like, uh, one of the guys said, if he just if he was crying, and um, I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but if yeah. he was crying, and then his friends were like, why he'd be, and he said, nah, I'm just you know, I'm just emotional today, they'd be like, uh, like. <laughs> What do you mean? What do you mean? Exactly. But for me, it's the fact that we can do all of that. My girlfriend <laughs> you know? would come to me yeah. and say, I need a hug right now, mm. like for no reason. Literally. And Literally. she'll hold on to me for like two minutes, three minutes, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, I get it, girl. Like, let's go upstairs, let's talk, like, let's yeah. take a walk, let's get, you know? It's mm. like that kind of thing. Guys are a bit more just like, as long as we're standing together, that's friendship. Yeah. Like as long as yeah. we're like in the same proximity and all of that, like that's all I need friend, to be doing. Yeah. They can be like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like we don't do nothing. We don't talk about <laughs> nothing. We don't talk about <laughs> jack shit. We talk about meeting Jay Z and going for brunch and stupid shit. You know. And stupid I feel like shit, with yeah. women, you do get the stupid shit because we be yeah, dumb as hell definitely. sometimes and it's okay you know what i mean we need that um, we need that but yeah. it's just a, an emotional intelligence that women have yeah you know mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i think men should yeah, no, learn because I, com- I mean when you look at yeah go ahead no i'm saying sorry but i'm no, saying sorry, when you, you look saying? at female friendships and then you're thinking emotional intelligence and you look at men friendships mm. and the bond is almost physical sometimes about like sports or just proximity or just yeah. being socially close to each other but they, there's no emotional connection, you yeah. know? And these people will be like, that's my boy, that's my brother. And yeah. Then, or even if it's not, like, even if they see that boy, that brother doing something messed up, they'll be like, nah, we just, too, like, you know, we're just chilling together, like, we're not even that close. So it's like, oh, it's like, do you guys really have friends? Like, <laughs> what is a strong male friendship? Exactly. You know? Where do you like, go for that well of just love, support? With no like explanation I just came because I needed cuddles You know But like on that topic Like have your friendships with Mm. Have your friendships with your girls Always been like that Or did it kind of take time for you guys to like 
learn that hey man as women we need spaces where we can be open emotionally you know or has it always just from the jump doing a thing or she got me i can cry anytime i can tell her whatever i want to tell her you know mm. um sampa do you have something to say yeah so i feel like right now <laughs> where i am in my life i feel like i've actually i had friendships like that but like mm. since i moved i feel like i'm not as i don't know even just maybe it's also like a proximity thing i can definitely like i mean i can hit up fafa and talk to her about anything you know mm. but i don't feel like i have that with anyone here like i don't really have female friends friends all my colleagues are females mm. like I, i i work in an office it's like there were four of us and now we recently employed so it's like seven of us and it's just girls and that's pretty cool mm. but like it's not like that oh i need to cry or like i need to do you know like yeah. it's none of that yeah so <laughs> but but it's weird cuz i feel like i have that type of relationship with my boyfriend now like mm, okay you know That's so yeah i don't i don't know like but i do like i i tell him all the time that i actually miss like i want to be able to be like okay girls night i mean now obviously not because covid yeah. but no but, but you know i i do miss just it's, having it's also about doing it with yourself yeah once you can find that comfort when when you're forced to not have people around you yeah it's obviously easy to go to like love but you can't center it and it can't be the the source that's what that's just what i'm realizing that's that true. source of womanhood has to come from yourself yeah. that's what i'm learning right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and not to invalidate your experience you know that's yeah. 100% like love is love and that's okay um for me i feel like i've always been comfortable and trusting of women yeah. like from a very young age if i was in spaces where i was surrounded by women i could easily blend in and kind mm. of like be comfortable yeah, you know what i mean so it's not about having exactly. close female friends or like necessarily but i have an energy where i'm open with myself and i kind of like show who i am and i resonate with women yeah. who kind of do that same thing so when we're in mm. rooms together so whether it's like for work and they set something up like influencer trip or whatever with seven girls and you don't know these girls but you get there and then you're like yeah. oh my goodness like hey girl like you you have that energy and it and it works you know um even when we met even at the time in Joburg I yeah. I came into this yeah. lodge area and then it was the girls day and then the girls immediately kind of bonded and like mm-hmm. were in yeah. a comfort like a state of ease with each other you know so I think when you know who you are and you kind of have radiate the yeah. energy of femininity and what it actually means you can bond with like-minded people so I just love being in the spaces of like-minded people like it's been a long time because of corona and like you know COVID. those kind of things mm-hmm. but yeah yeah no i but yeah i love being around that kind of energy mm. i agree i think like i agree with you both like covid has definitely forced me to like find those sources like like just from being alone like trying to kind of like connect to that and also like shout out to the internet cuz i can watch like youtube and i can watch like google it to yanzumba and she'll be with all her friends and i feel like you know i'm getting some of that mm, that mm, you know what i need mm, and but i can also mm. relate to sampa in the sense that for me even though i haven't moved or anything my friendship circle has just gotten smaller and things have changed like so many people are in different spaces so sometimes when i do just want to be like i just want to talk i'm like yo this person has work the week it's a hectic week she's going to be with her boyfriend i won't be able to see her that you know kind of like things have changed so 
it is definitely difficult and I also miss it like a lot like literally one of my friends invited me out last night and before then I was like I'm not going anywhere but I was like no I'm risking it all just so I can be in a room with girls drinking wine talking shit yes <laughs> and I have no yes. regrets because that's what I also I feel I, I feel desperate it. for it also I get it yeah. I watch shows like Insecure, like Girlfriends, <laughs> like yeah, seeing people's girl gangs. You know, you know the the Bali Five or those girls who went to Bali together, or like just seeing oh. that kind of energy. Like when people are so connected, yeah. And then I'm like, man, I, I wish I could have that. You know, yeah. But I know it's coming, and yeah. I know that you have to just vibe out on yourself, know who you are, mm-hmm. and then you'll attract that, right? Yeah. Like that's yeah, the only. Comfort, I know. Definitely. So, for you guys, then, how would you say, um, like, your friendships have changed, like, as you get older, especially in your 20s, you know? Like, because I know before our 20s, we would be like this. We would be like, bitch, you will not go anywhere without me. Okay? I am Mm -hmm. the big toe on your (laughs) foot. I go where you go. And then Mm -hmm. life happens. Mm -hmm. Priorities come through. So, yeah, how has that affected your friendships and how like how does it feel for you too to know that you know things have changed maybe something you can you can tell us first thing i think just the dynamics of friendships i think like what the elements that your friendships are sort of built on or like centered around um like for example i'd say first year at uni around 2014 2015 yeah like you know the people i was hanging out with fafa definitely you like my friends we we definitely had like a real friendship but a lot of it was also just activities that we we're doing so it was a lot of like going out getting lit um mm. and now exactly. it's like even after that that's when you sort of see like the people that stick around is there more to like that bond you had or were you literally just hang out with those people because you could turn mm, up mm, together mm. and look cute and like look nice on Instagram and like, oh, you know, cute gang, bad bitch gang. But like, what more is there to that? And I feel like because our priorities have changed so much and we're busy and stuff, that's when you start to see like, okay, this is a person that I'm genuinely friends with that I can genuinely trust. I like, you know, when you were saying how um, you just find it really easy would you say like easy to like connect with people like attract people that are like you i take a really long time i think i'm very guarded when it comes to Mm. friendships and like making friends so i can connect with someone but it takes me a really long time to call them my friend just because like i don't know guys me i'm I'm scared i'm so scared of people (laughs) (laughs) i'm so scared of people so yeah and i think that's why i also have less friends it's not that i'm not open to it at all it's just that like the friends that i do have we come from like yeah. you know we go way back yeah. and it's just like yeah yeah, yeah. you don't want to find <laughs> so yeah i'd say just like the priorities a lot of yeah. things yeah sorry i interrupted basically you. Uh, exactly exactly no, it looks like you're getting and, so much and for you Tony. um in terms of yeah girl i had to change my life you know what i'm trying to get <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was just thinking that I totally get that for me it's about being your own friend like facing inward always like facing inward because yes things change as you grow older right but the only person that you are consistently going to have is yourself 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. So you have to not be afraid of the experiences you have with others because they are just guiding you towards something else. And I know I sound like such a chakra hunt, but for me, <laughs> when oh. you say something like I'm scared yeah. of this, you're actually throwing out the fear of the like the opposite. So when yeah. you say I'm scared of people, you're almost scared of yourself. Scared of looking into yourself. Interesting. I don't know because I've learned a lot about friendships as they change mm. throughout like your life. Yeah. When you have less friends, you have to be focusing on yourself, right? Yeah. And you understand the things mm. about you. Like actually, maybe I don't prioritize my friends because I remember I would always like bail on my friends or I'd come an hour late to a plan. Mm. Just always thinking that they'd yeah. be there. That's recognizing yeah. your own shadows, you know. That's yeah. recognizing like your own things that you need to work on. And maybe you don't exactly. have friends because you didn't open up yourself when people wanted mm. to get close. Or mm. maybe mm. you were hurt by someone and you haven't faced what mm. that fear or what that pain did for you, you know. So it's just yeah. different elements, but it's like you have to face inward because. And then, and I always let that known. Like, I'm actually a very giving friend. Like, yeah. I'm a very like, I like going on dates with my friends and like, you know, taking them out and yeah. like doing things okay, like that. Nice. And mm-hmm. that's that's in my own. That's just knowing yourself. That's just knowing who you are. And yeah. I, it came from just because I focus on myself a lot. So my friends are like an external circle yeah. of like me. It's not the core of me. Yeah. You know. So yeah. I focus yeah. on myself mm-hmm. and then I try my best to be there for other people. But that's all I can do, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, that's that's all you I can definitely do. agree yeah, with no, that because I do feel like I'm mm-hmm. Yeah, I do feel like I'm in a space where I know that there are things that I need to work on myself and I am actively working, you know, towards so things you know centered around like self-love and just you know figuring out just certain things dealing with like certain traumas and stuff so i know that that's a part of why like i feel like right now i don't have enough to like i'm I'm happy with what i have around me Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can extend myself any further yeah. at this point in my yeah. life. But yeah. yeah, I definitely miss it. And it's definitely something that, you know, exactly. I want girlfriends. I do want exactly. girlfriends, like, around me. I know mm-hmm. that I've always got my friends in Joburg. But, like, yeah, I, I definitely want to open that. up more. Yeah. We'll same. get there. We'll get there. Yeah. yeah, same, 100%. And we'll get yeah. there. Yeah, you will get there. Yeah. It takes time. And I even think, like, you know, beyond maybe, like, not wanting to put yourself out there because, like, you don't want to get hurt or you maybe you're shy or whatever i think like for me i can say i'm at a i'm at a i'm at a point where i don't like to fake it and i don't like like what is it called what is that now my english is escaping me guys you know when you're just making conversation for the for the point of conversation something something talk what is it small talk, small talk guys when you're just making small talk <laughs> Yes, I don't like making small talk. So <laughs> if we don't vibe from the gates, if we if I don't get attracted to you, <laughs> if I'm not attracted to you from across the room or whatever, I just keep quiet. I don't mind going to a party, sitting and just being like, mm, "What's up?" And I won't fight. I'm not. If you wanna talk, you can talk. Yeah. Okay, guys. No, I hear you guys. I hear you guys. So, um, have you guys then? Well, cause something that I've discovered that I I didn't really. I don't know why I didn't think about this. But I've realized that losing friendships 
is just as if not more devastating um than like uh, a breakup like it's equivalent the pain is not different you will go um go also pata you're gonna cry you're gonna wish you could pull out your hair the shungus don't pell in that in that section so <laughs> it's deep <laughs> so i wanted to know like have you guys had any significant friendship losses like in your 20s and why like what you can just speak about one but like what like what was the cause Mm. Okay, so I'm just emotionally driven emo- like immediately because at first you're saying this and I hadn't. I was like, no, not really because I was like, no. And then you remember, and then I was actually like, <laughs> so yeah, it's a triggering question when you think about it. But um, yes, I have had a significant um, friendship <laughs> loss. But it was when I started choosing myself in situations where I always chose other people. Yes. Like, that's the only difference. Like, it was a moment where I was like, why do you show this person so much more care Mm -hmm. and you let yourself be disregarded? Like, it's like, Mm -hmm. no. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're doing cater to you, but for someone else. Mm-hmm. And you be sleeping, mm-hmm. crying outside in the yeah. rain. Like, it's, it's, yeah. So, anyways, I'm just trying to say that when I actually chose myself, when I was like, baby girl, <laughs> literally, like, you know, when you have to have that talk, baby girl, pick yourself up. Like, it, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I had to say that to yeah. myself. And I lost, I walked away from a, a big friendship mm-hmm. in my life, mm-hmm. a very substantial friendship. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're not the side character. You're not the sidekick of your own life. Exactly. You are the main superhero. Mm-hmm. Main oh, superhero. Important points have mm-hmm. been made, darling. Mm-hmm. Yes. And for you, Sampa? Okay, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm also, like, still triggered sometimes. Just because, like, you know when things end and you don't have any closure, you don't really know, like, what went wrong. I had a flatmate. I know people always say, don't move in with your friends because it's just going to ruin the friendship. I was like, never. We're like peaceful people. We get along. You know, like what could go wrong? Mm. I literally, I still to this day cannot tell you what went wrong. It was just all very confusing. It was like Mm. borderline traumatic for me as well because I felt like she became very like aggressive and almost like violent towards me. And I still don't understand why. And for me, it's like... Mm not having that closure or like not understanding like was i the problem like what did i do to like make her because like people like i I don't think she's crazy like you know sometimes i think it's also really important to do some introspection and be like could i have been the problem and i still can't figure it out but it was very painful like it was very very painful and i know that like even like when i saw her or like she kind of acted like it didn't bother her but so i was you know it's just yeah it sucks it sucks it was it felt like yeah. a breakup because it was literally like i was living yeah, with like this person seeing someone happy without you yeah i mean she seemed unbothered yeah, but seeing i someone happy without you is also so triggering yeah but also it's like she, she also she's a very like sheltered person so even like you know yeah so, you know people who are like when they're sad they it won't they won't express themselves as being sad they'll sort of be angry so i think oh, okay. her way of it like 
yeah so i think i could have maybe hurt her and not known how but instead yeah. of just like telling me or talking about it she decided to like sort of close off she became and like yeah i like started telling yeah. other people things about me that weren't true and it was just like very weird but yeah it definitely sucks it definitely felt just like a breakup but like honestly like the worst <laughs> i've never liked the worst. <laughs> the worst it was horrible div- yeah trombs dude trombs and i I've do also- like Sorry, mm-hmm, go on. Okay. Sure? <laughs> I was saying I definitely like <laughs> yeah. still love her. I was very like angry at first, so I said some things I shouldn't have said, and I was just like I can't stand her, whatever, whatever. But like looking back, I'm still like I do actually still care, and it's been over a year, and like I hope one day we can talk about it and be like, oh, this is what went wrong. Yeah, yeah, and have that closure. Because yeah, also mm-hmm. not having closure makes it so much more difficult. Hey, like not not having that final conversation. You guys know where you stand. You always kind of yeah. be in limbo. It will always be a question mark. Like, man, I don't what know. Happened? I just feel like closure is a myth. Closure <laughs> is a myth. Like, yo, <laughs> what do you Why mean? Do you Why? That? Why do you say that? <laughs> closure is a myth. Closure is just yeah. you opening the door. It's again, you know what I said about you're saying something, but you're actually attracting the opposite. Mm-hmm. You're saying close, but you're actually opening a wound. Do you know what I mean? You're saying you're saying like, okay. oh, this is gonna be the end, but you're actually hoping yeah. for more. Do you know what but I mean? But sometimes mm-hmm. it's necessary. Like, you're, you're attracting. Because what if what know, if it's also was, something where I need that to improve? The... Like what if it's a thing where she's like, I did do something wrong? Because I'm yeah. also like, that's why that like introspection is so important. Because if I did mess up, I don't want to do that like in my other relationships and stuff. Again. Or also like, yeah, yeah know, and yeah. it's also just like, how can you like be so close to someone and then it's just out of nowhere? Like you literally don't know why. <laughs> so even yeah. if it's not, she doesn't need to go into detail, but just to be like. You, but it was literally random no, You never told me I hurt you You never told me what angered you It was just like So I don't know It's just You you wouldn't feel like you need closure in a situation yeah, like triggering. that for me Yes Yeah No 100% It's, it's still tricky because it's been a year You know So I'm speaking as someone who I, I took two routes Three years ago mm-hmm. So with one route I closed that I closed that door mm-hmm. Closed that bag Threw it into a river Lit set that river on fire mm-hmm. okay yeah then there was another route where i was like i was i was tipping tiptoeing in and out yeah. so every time so you know you i did the thing for a year where it's like you don't talk you know mm-hmm. that part yeah and so it's like okay things yeah. you start to have different questions like that Sampa has you start to think like okay i don't want to bring this with me or whatever you start to yeah. start rehashing things right yeah with the person who was in the in the river sinking yeah. i was okay yeah. to be honest no thoughts paid no mind yeah but with this one that i was like obsessively kind of tiptoeing back in like okay unblock or like da da you know like those kind of mm-hmm. things like where you're kind of still choosing to be engaging yeah with this yeah. thought yeah. you know or even like social media like intake like watching their feed or watching what they do you know that kind of thing mm, mm, mm. so now two years in mm. two years post this um then it's like we start engaging like okay maybe let's meet up let's talk about why two people just could not work mm-hmm. like why two why why something went wrong the big you know why yeah, you know yeah. 
and then you open that you open up that and it's literally like don't you open up that window like okay i i think, see what you mean yeah, though think because then you feel like you can <laughs> you work through I mean? it next time you're like oh now that we know what's wrong maybe and sometimes people just aren't meant to be in your life like literally. it is what it is exactly literally. exactly yeah. exactly yeah so you just consistently and then and then it goes on to like okay so now you're, you're you've talked about it but then feelings start to come back mm. right in in different mm. ways maybe for one it could be positive like oh my goodness and the other one it can be like oh actually trigger trigger yeah. trigger yeah. for everything that they Definitely. do you know Absolutely. what i mean so it's 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 because people don't change yeah you know what i mean mm. so sometimes when it didn't work yeah. out you need to be very you need to like believe yeah. it like it did not work yeah. out you really think you people know? don't and change though. It at that like it's okay like stop Stop thinking it had to be something with you. Sometimes it's just two people fundamentally were not meant to continue. Mm-hmm. You know, people mm-hmm. were there for a season, for a reason, for a lesson, for a blessing, whatever you want to call it. Mm. But you gotta sometimes close that suitcase. Like I don't know, because yeah. I feel actually now I've, I've taken the temp three years down the line. I've now closed yeah. this suitcase, put it yeah. back in the fire. And so now it's just in the burning pile. Yeah. With all the others and just in the ashes. And I can I'm free. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. actually like weird. Like now I choose my path. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking about what, what I did or what I didn't do. Yeah. I know who I am. Yeah. So now it's like yeah. So that's my advice. I mean you're a year in sometimes. So if this person was very significant in your life, like longer than a year of knowing them, then it's gonna take a long time to like shed. Mm-hmm. Them, you know yeah it takes time those things take time mentally definitely i've also like i've also had a significant um uh, friendship breakup i guess like in the last two years or whatever and it was because this person was just being disrespectful and didn't want to like acknowledge that they were disrespectful and i think they were expecting me to kind of just like get over it or i don't know and i think this was the first time where like especially like in my in my 20s where i was actually like we are done like if i'm not gonna get a proper acknowledgement of the wrong that you have done i don't care if we've been friends for five years we've gone to what cape town we've had the craziest times together but if you're gonna do me dirty and you can't Mm. even apologize then maybe this friendship wasn't even Mm. what i thought it was you know and it was Mm -hmm. very painful because like you know she meant a lot to me i didn't understand why it was even difficult for her to like just say she's sorry and acknowledge that she was wrong but like you know everything with time dude, like with time i was able to be like i'm not even hurting anymore like if i saw her now i'd be like what up but that door is closed like you will never be, i will never let you in again like it's not even one of those things of like oh maybe in 10 mm. years no no in 10 years you will still mm. be and if mm. the only relationship we'll ever have is that you will be my acquaintance and I'm even doing that You will never get the privilege of being in my VIP section again ever in your life But I'll always treat you with yes. love When you leave, stay gone mm-hmm, yes. Exactly, I, I support her, she's an awesome, lovely person But yeah, it was, it was definitely very difficult But it also taught me the importance of like just standing up for yourself you know and it was even like the way that it played out mm-hmm. i was even embarrassed because i was like crying and everyone was there and i you know there was a part of me that felt like should i go explain mm. myself that no i was just hurt guys but i just chose to not explain myself 
I was like, I was hurt. If people thought mm. I was being dramatic, whatever, that's cool. You know, fortunately, my like okay. my other friends yeah. were very supportive and they were like, we understand where you're coming from, you know. But yeah, it was definitely very difficult, but it was necessary. And at least now I don't hold any kind of like grudge and like if I were to see her, I'd did, did her people gaslight you though with that experience? No, fortunately, did people not. gaslight you? Did people make you feel okay? No, no. I think it was my own paranoia. I thought like, you know, maybe they're gonna. But literally, everyone was so supportive. It even like I was so shocked. I was like, oh, oh, it's like, oh. So clearly, I've got mm-hmm. the right people, you know, in my corner. So yeah, no, it was it was a very important yeah. lesson. Um, so in terms of like um female friendships, of course, we know that there are a lot of like positives or whatever, but. On the flip side of that, um, I do find myself like when I'm in other female groups or, you know, groups with feminine energies, feminine bodies, etc, etc, etc. Sometimes there's a little bit of judgment, you know. Women are very, very critical of one another. Especially once, like now that we're getting to this age where some of us are, excuse me, finding themselves in relationships while others aren't. Like, you know, some girls will almost look at you like... <laughs> Like, like they're not saying it, but they're like, yeah, bitch, that's why you're single because you're out here screaming like a mad woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a little bit of that, like, passive aggressive hatred. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, hating on each other, making the one feel less than. Fortunately, my girls aren't like this. But when I'm with other friendship groups, sometimes I'm like, I just sit there and I'm like, these vibes aren't genuine here. Yeah, that girl's quiet because this group's making her feel like this and you know what i'm saying so have you guys experienced that if not why do you think it is that women are like that like you know i've seen it like maybe i don't know so i think what i find generally is women just like to talk yeah like we just we just like talking (laughs) so sometimes i do find myself in a situation where um maybe they won't necessarily be talking about me but i just know that like you know they'll Mm. be talking about other people and then they'll be saying certain things so whether it's like we also have a double standard when it comes to like the people that we truly truly love and the people that are just sort of like oh they're just just someone i know so you know people like slut shame a a, a girl for example who they don't know very well but when it's your friends that are doing it it's cool or when it's you who's doing it it's cool but you'll have like that double standard for the people that are in your (laughs) circle and you'll sort of justify it and be like no but this person can't do it like this because so i think it's also i don't know why i don't know why that is um but i also Mm. think you know as as human beings we're flawed i can't say that i've never ever said something bad about someone else but i do try to actively work towards becoming a better person that's why when Tony said people don't change i was like what do you mean like i hope that's not true because i like i'd like to think that i can always like constantly improve and sometimes you don't even know that you're being a shitty person yeah like yeah okay so let me finish that thought it's not people don't change people don't change for you yeah yeah say that yeah they okay. change when they want so to and they feel like they need to yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's yeah. not that this guy who's cheats all the time is not gonna in his next relationship he could not cheat at all yeah but he cheated continuously because he would not change for you yeah yeah you know what i'm saying definitely <laughs> nothing to do with you 
Yeah. It has nothing to do with you why he could think that, but people don't change for you. Exactly. It's the thought, no? Um, Definitely. And also, I would say for me, with like this, whatever, if you want a toxic feminine friendship vibes or like something <laughs> like that. Yeah. I always think it's rooted in a little bit of patriarchy. Like yes. mm-hmm. anytime I can think of that, mm-hmm. it's been somewhat revol- I mean slut shaming is rooted in patriarchy. Of course, yeah. Definitely. Right? It's a way that we weaponize sexuality against women the way mm-hmm. men have for their lives, right? Mm-hmm. Um so that for that example. And then for me, like anytime that I've been kind of gossipy, clicky, double standard is, you know, like being like that and gossipy and rude about a woman yeah it's almost been because of my insecurity yeah you're like projecting her yes yes that's true that's so very valid it's always been a projection and it's usually been around a man yeah so if a girl (laughs) is getting the attention like this was when i was much younger of course but like if a girl was getting the attention of a dude and you didn't understand why because maybe you're so different from her so you start to look mm-hmm. at the differences as like have you seen girls who are petite and then they'll look at a girl with a fat ass or girls with a fat ass and she'll look at a girl's petite or whatever right and then you'll be like if a guy is giving attention to a girl with a fat ass yeah. and you're small and petite now you're gonna be like oh i hate these fat ass bitches all they want to do is twerk and all they want to do is da 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 and then when you when you with you know the opposite if you're someone who is curvy or whatever fat yeah. ass bitch whatever you want to call it anything we don't care what okay if you are that and you see someone you like giving attention yeah. to another girl for something that you don't have yeah. you might even start to judge that you know like oh my god why are these sporty bitches always running mm-hmm. oh my god i hate the hiking aesthetic i whatever oh the the rich auntie aesthetic maybe yes. you dress like a skater girl you know yeah and then you see that the guy you like is following boom whatever whatever yeah and then you'll be like ah oh, i hate the rich auntie aesthetic because they all like it's like honey like we don't have to hate each other like, yeah we don't have to hate each other especially yeah. for you know it doesn't have to be your preference yeah exactly yeah and exactly. sometimes it's like yeah and we should also give each other the room to like different things yeah mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. like ourselves like it's okay i agree i feel like sometimes people want to project yeah. insecurities onto you like they want to give you insecurities you don't even have like you know exactly. people always come literally and be like oh you know so so you just you just don't have boobs like it's just and it's like babes i love my little you know how long it took me to start loving how little my titties are and yes. now you want to like put that please that's yeah. N- yeah. not today satan yes so, and it but it'll be anything it'll be like oh you love your your hair on your arms so it'll be something that you don't even think about because you love yourself mm-hmm. as a whole right yeah you don't love yourself exactly parts so mm-hmm. you love yourself as a whole you don't look in the mirror every day and look for flaws right but someone out there in the world does and so they don't understand yeah. how you radiate on that mm-hmm. level of confidence and they think that by making you conscious of it it will bring you back mm. it'll bring mm. you down and you'll be like actually you're right like i shouldn't do this like i actually should be insecure about it but no let's let's stand up for it let's be like hell no like that you are projecting onto me and be more comfortable being called out for your projections like be more comfortable being told hey you are out of line and you know 
you're politically incorrect sir you know what i mean do you think people are conscious of that though do you think like when a person is saying stuff like that they know that it's because they're insecure or that yeah they're just do you know do you think they know that they lack self-love and that's why they're doing that or do you think most people who do stuff like that haven't quite figured it out yet they think they're protecting femininity or they think they're protecting oh. a made-up ideal. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like, yeah. So I don't think, I don't think they're cognizant. I was not cognizant when I was a, a hating hoe. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. um, it took, it took like, I don't know, maybe it just took seeing other women who aren't hating hoes and seeing how people would you know reading those things like reading messages that you see on social media seeing things like that really teach you how to be a better person sometimes like women and seeing things like collaboration with women who are different even in music it tells you to kind of squash the beef like drop the stupid shit like let's just you know what i mean there's no reason for us to be out here fighting you know exactly Mm, and i think it's definitely about looking at the bigger picture looking at the sources of what that conflict and that like hatred on each other like where does that come from you know when you were saying it's rooted in patriarchy mm-hmm. that is very very true a lot of the time as women like that that um that thing of like we compete for the attention of men right even subconsciously mm-hmm. where we will shame yes. people who maybe aren't as timid or soft spoken but if we really investigate and interrogate where that judgment comes from is because we've been taught that what is attractive to women uh, to men is the soft-spoken timid you know whatever whatever you know yes Mm -hmm. we were told by people this is what a woman is and it's like how can a man tell a woman what a woman is like me with my hairy arms me with my coily hair me with my thick thighs me with my dark spots you know like whatever like whatever it is is feminine you know and we have to stop we have to turn away from the messaging that we must be competitive or we must talk down other women or that we must um abide by a standard and that we can we we have to look like one thing one homogenous idea we can be so vast and like that's the thing about femininity it's almost like the world in the universe it's really vast and yeah it has no limitations and people keep trying to and to create limitations and then you have both patriarchy princesses who are like the security guards protecting patriarchy for no reason unpaid labor (laughs) working extra hours 80 hour weeks that is the duty of a woman you know (laughs) what you'll get paid for what what they're doing what the what they were put on this earth to do (laughs) exactly exactly police patrol pussy patrol like everything so guys like for you guys then yeah Sorry, I interrupted you there. I was saying, guys, so for then, for you guys, just briefly, like, what are some of the most significant lessons you've learned from those those friendships with your girls, female energies, etc., etc., etc.? Do you want to go ahead, Sony? Uh, no, you can go ahead, girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> probably. I do think from my female friendships, I've learned 
a lot about embracing the things that make me different um, just because I've been able to see elements of myself that I haven't always loved in my friendships yeah. and I've fallen in love with my friends because they've got those characteristics and I've realized that they're actually really beautiful and that ranges from everything to like um, personality mentality to even physical attributes like I really <laughs> so for example Tenji I used to be like very insecure about being skinny and then I met Tenji, who's even like slimmer than me, mm -hmm. and she's gorgeous, and just the way she carries herself. And she literally, because of her, I fell in love with my body, and I was like, damn, okay, like, you know, I, I, I can be cute too. Like, I don't need to be thick and like be this, you know, real woman have cur her curves, you know woman in order to be That's, feminine and so be crazy sexy is the experiences we have as women like the fact that you're saying that you had insecurities about being thin and mm. you were told that you don't have to be thick we were as thick had to take away the insecurities about being thick that being sexualized being da -da -da, all the things that come with being thick as a, as a woman especially a young woman and then we had to tell ourselves it's okay not to be skinny, not to be petite, not to be the ideal framing that, that universally has been positioned as desirable, mm -hmm. right? But at the same time, yeah. understand those curves as a woman, being the hourglass shape has also been enforced mm -hmm. so much in media, especially as a black woman, yeah. and it's even an added layer yeah. of um, tension, you know? So... I just think yeah that's right like yeah seeing what is beautiful and understanding that we all have different insecurities and things that we face um has been for me really interesting like i think mm. for me like for women and girl gangs and groups and girl friendships i think it's like the power ranges yeah especially brown girl friendships black girl friendships like when you see the power ranges it looks like there's just five of the same things like yeah. five black girls mm -hmm. but yeah. we each have this unique power unique skill unique you know characteristics that bring us together to look amazing yeah. in the group so i just feel like strengthening your power will strengthen the team's power and how you look and no matter what kind of girl group you get placed yeah. into no matter where you are you can still have that power you know I agree. No, I agree with the both of you guys. And I, you know, I've also learned to embrace myself in many ways through my friends, even like my vagina, like being more comfortable with my vagina. I feel like I learned that from like Sampa and all the crazy and wild shit she <laughs> tell me to do. Wait. You know what I'm saying? So I am constantly learning. From I need you to go into detail. Girl. I don't know what you mean. Hey. I think you need to elaborate. Yeah, I think you need to elaborate. Oh yeah, I've made Fafa's actually given okay, me a wax before. One thing, just it was, it was, it was, it was. that I love that, but I just don't know. Could I do that? Like, have I been? Fafa. <laughs> yeah, we did that. Even though we weren't very successful at it, and she kept getting all shy and like <laughs> hiding and stuff. Like, we we pushed, we pushed that we, you know, we tried our best. But like the one thing that some but why? Why were we doing it? She wanted I, to. I, I discovered like a boy. A date and. <laughs> and it was like. Yes. <laughs> my, the first boy of all of. Like of all time. And I was like, it has to be, you know, it has to be perfect. It was pressure, guys. I was a baby. Like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
Lord. One time. Do you see why I need female friends near me? Who's going to do that for me? Who will wax me, please? But who's also going to tell you, like, girl, no, you're a child. It's not going to look any more like a child than than a child. (laughs) Yeah, but it it was a fun time, guys. And I'm glad that we can all acknowledge just how important our friendships with the girls are, all the positives, all the difficulties we've had along the journey you know what i'm saying like i'm, I'm really happy mm-hmm. to hear where you guys are like you know in terms of your friendships and even just personally in relation to your friendships you know so right now guys so we're gonna play a fun little game of would you rather we are nearing the end of this amazing episode i just know that the people listening don't want it to end but unfortunately yeah. unfortunately so guys all good things must come an end okay so we're gonna play a fun game of would you rather um you know what i'm saying yeah you guys will just answer individually which one you would rather so first one would you rather have out of control body hair or a strong pungent body odor doesn't go away none of them go away hair darling odor odor that's so wild oh my god hair any day inches i want it coming from my head <laughs> yeah. yeah. As long as as long as that's one of the benefits, then don't <laughs> say that. Wait. Say, say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Inches. Wait. This hair isn't on our face, yeah. though, right? Like I. Wait. I. It's not it like it's be. not like beard hair, right? It could be. Yeah, girl, don't don't tempt the devil. <laughs> don't tempt the devil. <laughs> Okay, next um, one, I next think... one, next one. We're running out of time, so I'm going to speed it up a little bit. Okay. Yeah? Sorry, yes, Sampa, I okay. didn't hear you. I I don't even, I forgot. Okay. All right, let me just move on. <laughs> okay, cool. So the next one, would you rather have skin that changes color based on your mood or tattoos that show what you did yesterday? All over your skin body. Skin that changes color. Skin that changes color yeah. according to your mood, hey? That's dope. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather have Beyonce credit you as a creative director on Black is King or have dinner and a sleepover with Rihanna? Ah, Rihanna, babe. Oh, shit. Okay, no, but that crediting oh, thing is like, that's a game changer for your career. So I'd have Beyonce yeah. credit Yo, me. I'd have Beyonce credit me. Okay. Okay, because you, I will Flonnie, open I doors. Have a, a sleepover with Rihanna. Me too, Tony. I know we'd get lit. <laughs> yeah, I know we'd get lit. Yeah, I know we'd have fun. And maybe she'd want to collaborate with you after spending a whole night with you and seeing yes, who you but are. Even if she doesn't want to, like me and my queen, like I would literally just kiss her toes. Like I would just yeah. like do whatever she wants me to do. <laughs> exactly. Okay, and then the the uh, the next one is a little bit dirty. Okay, I know you guys are in relationships. So I thought I should get this one. Would you rather your partner urinate on you each time he reaches climax during trough trough or he never Uh brushes his teeth for the rest of his life? Uh, I'd rather he pees on me. Why isn't he brushing his teeth? At least least I will be between just me and him. But imagine he's out in the world and they'll be like, oh, Sampa's man's breath. uh, uh." (laughs) No one needs to know about the urinating thing. Exactly. Yeah. 
No, I actually yeah, don't yeah. give a fuck. Okay. Like, pee on me, daddy. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're freaking freaky. <laughs> that was jokes. She's okay, pee on funny, me, we'll daddy. See. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> okay, last one. Last one. <laughs> Would you rather. That, that's gotta to get removed. Episode. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guys, listen. You guys better answer this next one very. Must be smart. Would you rather listen to an episode of Blombot or do anything else that is probably less significant and less life changing? <laughs> listen, listen to an episode definitely. Listen He's to this episode. I would rather do something He's less smart. significant. <laughs> this is my first podcast, actually. This is my yeah. first podcast ever. So I'm glad. Like, I'm glad, guys. Okay, I'm so sorry, but we need to. We need to push. We need to push. Okay, guys. So. Briefly, in three words, what empowers you? Okay, let's wrap it up. What empowers you guys? In three words, just quickly, what empowers you? Uh, nature. Yes. Um, art. And women. Yebu. Um, Beautiful. And you, me, Sampa? Inner strength. Ability to express myself. Uh-huh. In creative ways. Yebu. And... And definitely my support system. I have an amazing support system. Wonderful. Wonderful. Okay, guys, just um, quickly give people your social media handles. And then I'm going to wrap it up. Okay, well, I'm uh, Sony Boo Boo at Sony Boo Boo on here? Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Yeah. Okay, cool. And you, Sampa? Check me out, but I don't really need followers. Sampa underscore X. <laughs> yeah. Just on Instagram. That's it. Okay, cool. Say that again, babe. Say that again. Yeah, I didn't hear you. Just Sampa underscore X. Sampa underscore X. Awesome. Instagram awesome. only. Okay. Okay, awesome, guys. Well, thank you guys so much for being a part of the episode. I'm sorry that we had to rush this last minute. But it was such an awesome, awesome show. And I'm pretty sure that everyone's going to enjoy it, guys. This is Blombot. This is the Good Vibe Generator. Tsukofato and Nia Wonga to all the listeners. And uh, yeah, man, we out. Thank mm. you guys so much. I love you. And happy Women's Month. Thank out. you.